0: everyone, and welcome to the Nerd Breakthrough Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Feinberg.
1: And I am the other host, Joel Ramos.
0: And we are so excited to bring you episode one of this podcast where we are going to talk about plenty of different topics, but the major one being travel and how we want to travel and how we can do that more efficiently. Summer is here, and I don't know about you guys, but I am ready to do some traveling, see some family and friends, and with my trusty, trusty bags and backpacks and sling bags and all the wonderful things we will tell you about, we are going to hopefully do some great traveling this summer. But before we get into that, let's give you guys a little background on what in the world this podcast is about and how we got the idea for it.
1: So a little bit about myself. I am currently working in the IT field for a major financial institution. However, during my many years, I have had the opportunity to work in professional audio as a DJ, as a recording engineer. I've also had the opportunity to work in the travel industry, many odd jobs here and there as well. So I have a lot of background as a jack of all trades. But the one thing I've found as a common theme throughout all my careers and jobs is that when you start a project, There's often a lack of information or a lack of where to begin on a project. For example, if you want to start out and learn how to travel efficiently, which is today's podcast theme, you can't always find out the materials you want. You can hop on YouTube, you can go on travel websites, and they're not always going to give you exactly what you need. So what we're about here in the Nerd Breakthrough Podcast is giving you our experiences in life and showing you how you can get started because we want you to break down those walls and be a successful self-learner.
0: Being a successful self-learner, I love that because I love to learn new things and oftentimes we learn things either by watching someone else or having someone teach us or just by having the idea of a project or something we want to do And as Joel mentioned, going to YouTube or a website and trying to glean information that way. I've had um, many jobs over the years as well. And in my current job, um, well, before the pandemic, there was a lot of traveling and I stayed in a lot of different hotels. And it was fun and exciting. And of course, traveling usually is, but it can also be a little bit frenetic because you have so many things to keep track of. What about the technology I want to take? How do I handle the things I want to take with me all the time, like my phone or my wallet or my keys? What about clothes? How do I easily pack those? So because my job um, involves traveling and technology and taking a bunch of stuff with me, as well as vacations and taking the different things that you need for a vacation. I'm telling you, whenever I get back from a vacation, I feel like I need a vacation. So we're going to jump into travel. And what have we learned? And how can we travel efficiently? How can we stay organized? How can we make sure that we have everything we need? And how can we avoid the dreaded overpacking? I know before, um, Joel helped me to learn how to organize my things and Really, kind of slimmed down on what I needed. I was taking all kinds of stuff, stuff that I'd never use on the road. So, with these areas that we're going to cover today, I'm hoping that they'll be helpful in what resources are out there in terms of what we can use to travel and where we can get a lot of different ideas. This was something that we researched and looked at, and through our learning, we have found great ways to make traveling fun and less stress and when you get to where you're going you have everything that you need
1: so let's begin by making our trip more efficient by packing the thing that we all need on that trip clothes whether you're using a gym bag a suitcase a backpack or a shopping bag we all got to take clothes with us And one of the most efficient ways to get all the clothes you want with you is by using something called packing cubes. Now, whether you've heard of these or not, packing cubes are one of the most efficient ways to get all the clothes with you, along with a method that is called rolling your clothes. And I'll talk about that in a little little bit more here. But first of all, packing cubes. Packing cubes are just small little containers, usually about the size of a... I'm going old school here, but if you remember what VCRs or uh, DVD players used to look like before they became these real micro things uh, on top of your TV, uh, they're about that size. You know, the older ones I'm talking here from the you know 90s. So, but uh, using current measurements, they probably hold about uh, five liters worth of items for a medium size, or about eight to nine liters for a large uh, packing cube. They're rectangular in size and usually have a zipper that goes around the top, so you flip it open and they open up clamshell, which gives you a way to pack things over the top of the packing cube. So that way are not trying to stuff things through one side like a um like a lunch sack where you're just stuffing everything from one end and trying to get it at the bottom. No, these things open up like a clamshell is what it's called, but picture a briefcase that's op- that opens up all the way, you know, as you open up the top of the briefcase and it hinges backwards and gives you access to everything in your briefcase. That's what a packing cube looks like. They're made from different materials. Some are lighter, some are heavier and stronger, and there's all kinds of different ones that you can purchase. We'll put a list of some of the more popular ones on our show notes. I love using the packing cubes made by a company called eBags. They're found on Amazon. They're very inexpensive, work great, have great zippers that have lasted me a long time. And if you use a backpack, you can usually fit two medium-sized packing cubes into your backpack, which gives you a great opportunity to put all of your your underclothes in one packing cube, some t-shirts, some shirts and pants in the other ones, and your backpack will still have more space because I'm telling you, once you roll up your clothes, you can fit a lot of of items into these packing cubes. So... What are we doing with packing cubes? Well, first and foremost, to make things very efficient before you even start putting clothes into these packing cubes, you got to decide what you're going to take with you. What exactly are you going to wear during your trip? If you're going to a three-day trip to a warm, sunny place, there's no sense in bringing sweaters with you. There's no sense in bringing, you know, your, your thermal underwear or anything like that. So the first Step in making sure that you pack efficiently is to make sure that you have the clothes that you're going to use with you and the right amount of clothes. If you're going only for three or four days, there's no sense in bringing all of your wardrobe with you. And that's where a lot of us, I think, tend to overpack. Okay, so now we've decided we're going, let's say, for example, on a five day trip to sunny Southern California, where we don't need sweaters or hoodies or anything like that. Maybe a light jacket for the evening, and you can pack that in a separate compartment on your backpack or your suitcase. But let's decide on two uh, two packing cubes for our trip. One of the best ways to get as much space out of a packing cube is by rolling your clothes. Now, normally we tend to fold our clothes, let's say, for example, our T-shirts. We fold them in threes, and then we fold them in threes again and get a nice little presentation t-shirt like the ones that you pick up at any, you know, Target or Walmart. And what you do at that point is you start from the bottom and you start rolling it up like a little tiny burrito. Now, once you roll it up, you can easily fit about five or six t-shirts across one side of the packing cube. And the other side still has plenty of space for your socks, your underwear, your tank tops, Um, ladies, you know, for other, Undergarments and everything else that a guy needs as well. So that's one packing cube. We still have another packing cube to throw in our, our you know, our dress shirts, our polos, uh, ladies, some dresses, or some uh, blouses, some skirts. Not everything is going to be big and bulky like Levi's. Levi's take up a lot of room, so instead of rolling those up, what you may want to do is roll up the lighter clothes, and then lay out Levi's or the heavier clothes on top of the clothes and then zip everything up. What happens when you zip up a packing cube is it compresses everything inside the, the uh, packing cube to take up less space. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, that's going to make everything wrinkled and I'm going to have to iron things. But guess what? Because things are rolled up, there's no way for them to crease. So by rolling up your clothes inside of a packing cube, you don't have to worry about things getting wrinkled during your flight or by cramming as many clothes as you can. So that's another benefit of using packing cubes and rolling up your clothes. Lastly, once you get to your destination, the best thing about packing cubes is you can pull them out of your backpack or a suitcase or shopping bag or whatever you used to carry your things in and just place the the, uh, packing cube into a drawer and you're done. You're ready to take on the rest of your trip Do all the fun things in sunny Southern California, like look for a pool to dive into or hit the beach. And again, because we've arrived at our destination with great, uh, you know, with great efficiency by packing our clothes, you got to remember that there are several different packing cubes to choose from. You can go high end and pick some from a company called, let's say, Tortuga, which I love all their products for traveling. They have great backpacks for both men and women, but their packing cubes are incredible E-bags is the more inexpensive one, and Amazon has some of their own um, brands as well. But, you know, again, the less you pay, the more you're going to end up paying for them because they will tear and they will rip because as you start rolling things up and cramming clothes into those packing cubes, you'll realize, oh, I can squeeze in another T-shirt. Oh, I can squeeze in another pair of pants in here. And the first thing that will go is those zippers. So don't be hesitant to buy something a little bit more expensive. It's going to last you because... You want to make sure that you can pack as many clothes as you can into those packing cubes and that the material and the zippers, most importantly, will keep up with your active lifestyle.
0: So we have our clothes all in our nice packing cube, packed up, ready to go. the next thing that people labor in indecision over, or they just take everything, is toiletries. So toiletries, this can differ um, based on if you like to take everything, you have a lot of products that you use to make yourself look and feel amazing. But what I have found really works well is something called a dop kit. Now, you may have heard this in reference to something that men would only carry, or you may have heard this in reference to the military. And if you're thinking those things, you would be right because the military did issue these around World War I and World War II. And then the dop kit just kind of became synonymous with a toiletry bag. So these, like, packing cubes come in different shapes, different sizes. Some are triangular. Some are rectangular or square. They can fold closed. They can lie flat. They can hang on hooks in a bathroom. So there's lots of different designs based on what you like. And the one that I have is called a wider dob. And it's interesting because the company that I purchased it from, called GoRuck, is it they say that they use it for electronics. They say put your cables in here, put your smartphone adapters in here, and any other little miscellaneous items. But I end up using this for my cosmetics. So because I'm traveling and if I'm flying somewhere, TSA has pretty strict rules on what you can take, and you may want to confirm this with the TSA website before you leave. But as it stands now, you can take liquid as long as it's in a clear container and it is three ounces or less. So you can get some nice three ounce plastic little containers that have nice lids you take off. You can fill them up with your shampoo or your gels or your lotions or your body washes, whatever you need. There's no limit to the amount of containers that you can bring with you. So if you feel that you need two shampoos and maybe two conditioners or however you decide to divvy up the products that you want to take, You just fill those up so you don't have to take the whole big bottle and check a suitcase and then be worried when you can't find it at the other end. And that was my favorite shampoo. And you just fill these little containers up, put them in this kit. And just like the kits have different designs, they're going to have different pockets. So this wire dop I have, it has two smaller pockets with some really sturdy zippers. So I can put smaller containers in there. And then there's one bigger compartment with kind of a main pocket that I can put a bunch of other things in. So I can even bring extras. So if I need extra gel or mousse for my hair, or I need an extra shampoo just to um, be sure that I don't run out, or I need an extra bar of soap, whatever it is that I'm taking, I can fit all of this into a dop kit because I'm using small containers. And I love it. I have the ability to lay it out flat. You know, those hotel bathrooms, they usually have lots of counter space. Or if I prefer, I can hang it on maybe the hook of the bathroom door or hang it somewhere that I'd find convenient. So you have lots of options when packing your cosmetics or your toiletries. And if you need to, you could always have two dop kits. I know some folks will have one dop kit for their cosmetics or toiletries, and they'll have another for electronics. Because I can see how it'd be really handy for electronics. You can put little batteries or maybe adapters and cables. And we're going to talk about this towards the end of the show about technology. All of our favorite, well, maybe not our favorite subject, but I think a lot of us love our technology and can't be without it. So we'll talk about how to bring that with you in an organized way so you don't have cables and adapters and things in lots of different bags. You can pack it all in one, so it's all in one place. But just returning to the DOP kit, just kind of wrapping this up, they are very very handy. Um, Before I knew about the DOP kit, I was just throwing a bunch of stuff in a big bag with one main compartment. So when I was looking for my toothbrush, because it always falls to the bottom, I would spend a lot of time looking for my toothbrush, and now it's right in an easy-to-find compartment. And everything is kind of has its place, and I like things to have their place and be all orderly. And it's just, again, a great way to travel. Also, another kind of fun thing that you can do is some dop kits have little spaces for Velcro patches. And you can get patches that have little sangs on them. And so it's kind of neat. You can accessorize your dop kit if you want to do so. And I know Joel has one with patches. Maybe he wants to talk about the little patches that he has on his dop kit and his backpack. And we could probably do a whole show about backpacks. But patches, little Velcro patches are fun. And if people notice them, if they're, you know, helping you through the airport, it gets everybody to kind of chuckle. And that's fun.
1: Everybody loves my IM group patch for some reason. (laughs) That's because everybody is a Marvels fan, you know. DC can go home. So we have our clothes, we have our toiletries, and whether you're using a backpack or a suitcase, you've already already put that in your overhead bin or it's been checked in, whatever you decide is easier for you. But there's always those items that we want to keep close to us. And if you are visually impaired and travel with a furry little friend, you may need to keep some things closer to you as well for your furry little friend. So the next section here is... Uh, all about sling bags, messenger bags, and fanny packs. And the best thing about having any one of these three is that you can keep it with you because of the fact that you can wear them around your hip, crossbody, across your chest, or hanging on, on one side. Is you can wear the backpack and any one of these three items, the messenger bag, the sling bag, or the fanny pack, and still keep uh, your hands free to either use a cane or uh, for furry little friend. Or just, you know, if you're using a sighted guide to get around, you still have your hands available to be able to you know keep track of those things. So what are the benefits of having those items with you? Well, a few things. One, all the things that you need with you at all times. So, for example, when I travel, I always want my wallet on me. I don't want to keep having to reach up to my my backpack, which by this point, if I'm in the plane or in the train or whatever I'm traveling in, maybe in the trunk of a friend's car, I don't have to go back there to get my wallet. So I always keep a sling bag with me that goes crossbody across my chest, and in that sling bag I keep my wallet, I keep my my extra battery. It's a small thin one that I use for anchor. It's a great ten thousand milliamp, and it's flat, so it doesn't take up too much space. I keep uh, my you know couple of extra cable to charge my devices, my phone, some extra change, and because I tend to fly a lot more than using the train or traveling with uh, people in car. I always keep my ID in an outside pocket. So that way I don't have to open up the entire sling bag. I can just reach into that one pocket, grab my ID, show it to TSA. And I'm going through and getting to my gate quicker than anybody else because I didn't have to take apart my entire backpack to get to my wallet. So it's a great way to keep the things that you need most right with you. And if you're one of those people that needs a snack every now and then, hey, guess what, I, guess what else is in my sling pack? That king size bars Snickers.
0: I was going to say Snickers bars. You know it. Yeah.
1: And it's always got to be two because the person I travel with is always stealing one from me.
0: You're welcome. I mean, thank you.
1: (laughs) Now, sling bags and fanny packs, by their very nature, are pretty small, so you can't stick too many things in there. Some of the larger sling bags are large enough to get an iPad Pro in there and all the other things that I've mentioned, as well as maybe a few more items like a hand sanity uh, hand sanitizer, some tissues, a lighter, if you're a person that needs a lighter, uh, you know, a little small first aid kit. You can stick all those things into a larger size sling bag. And same with the fanny pack. You know, there's enough space for all those items. But let's say you're traveling with a furry little friend and you need space for a chew toy. You need space for, you know, whatever items that your you know best friend needs there. The collapsible bowl, the water bottle. Well, the next size of bags that you can still wear across your chest or crossbody or hanging from your hip are called messenger bags. There's plenty of sling bags that you can choose from, and I'll put a, a few of the ones that I've used over the years in the show notes. And as far as messenger bags, I've never used one because I don't need anything that large when I'm, car- when I'm carrying a backpack. You know, all the large things such as my clothes and everything else go in the backpack, and I don't have a CNI and i dog that I need to carry extra items for. But if that's your case, then you may want to look into a messenger bag and look into something that's going to be sufficient for what you need. You got to remember that you don't need to take everything else that you didn't pack into your backpack or your suitcase into the messenger bag and try to sneak into the plane with all those items. Underneath the chair in front of you, you need to make sure that your furry little friend fits in there along with the bag that you're taking with you. So, you know, look for something your size. There's plenty of messenger bags out there, and I'll put some of the most recommended ones in the show notes as well. But you want to make sure that all the items you need with you can quickly go into the bag itself. Sometimes some of the messenger bags that I've seen have two large compartments, so you can put all the things you need in one side for yourself, such as the king-size sneaker bar, your iPad Pro, your headphones, your eye mask if you're traveling on a long on a long flight, and then on the other side, you can place all the things for your furry little friend—the collapsible bowl, the uh, chew toys, whatever other items you need uh, for your companion—and there will still be plenty of pockets for you to be able to stick anything else that you need or that you feel you need on your trip. So this is the best way that I've seen to be able to travel and have all the things you need with you. And still be able to have your hands free for anything else that you need to as you're traveling through TSA or any other points of a of a transition, whether it's a train, a car, or a flight. You have your hands free to do anything else that you need.
0: Sling bags are fantastic. We're just going to cover one more item here, but I just have to comment on sling bags because before sling bags came into my life, I was never a purse-carrying person. I just didn't like them. They always felt awkward and bulky to me. But, you know, then y'all can imagine how my pockets would feel when I would put in things like my phone and wallet and keys. And at some point, you know, especially here in and around San Francisco, sometimes it does get pretty warm and you're not going to need a jacket. So hence, you don't have any extra pockets and it is a sad day. But with sling bags, you always have that little pocket with you. I've just found it so much easier when I go on a, a day trip or an errand or a quick run to the grocery store. I have the sling bag, which has all of my essentials, and I'm not cramming things in my pockets. And the messenger bag, as Joel was saying, if you need something a little bigger, I'm sure that would be helpful as well. So just another hip, hip, hooray for sling bags. Hey, see? Hip, hip, hooray. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that's rimshot in yes. there. I don't know how, as a lady, though, you fit anything into your pockets, because it seems like the pockets for ladies are just so much smaller than the pockets for guys. I mean, take, uh, for example, my jeans. I could fit my phone into my jeans, but I've seen your pockets, and there's no way a phone is going into those pockets. There's
0: not, which is why I would wear a jacket. And like I said, when weather got really warm this whole carrying system collapsed very very quickly so that's why sling bags came in and just saved me and I wouldn't be without it it just doesn't feel bulky or awkward it has lots of different compartments and I just love it oh plus it has something called a fid lock and that is like an anti theft lock so it's not something that can be pulled open you have to slide it off to the side to open it so if somebody came up and was an unsavory sort and wanted to open it. It's made with anti-slash material, so they can't slash it open with a knife, and the lock. It'll click closed, but to open it, you have to be very, very close to the bag and slide off to the side open, so I really love that, as well as an extra layer of protection. And because it goes across body with The hand that's not either holding a cane or working with a seeing eye dog, you can have on your bag at all times just as another cautionary method to make sure that your bag is where you think it is on your person. So as we come to the last thing that we wanted to talk to you guys about today, this encompasses everything near and dear to our hearts. Technology, how do we travel with it and what do we use to make sure that we have everything we need and it's not scattered all over our backpack or our suitcase or in different locations, but it's all in one area. Again, there are lots of different bags and cases and pouches and things that you can accumulate to store your technology. But one brand in particular that I use because there's different sized bags, but they just have a lot of pockets. It's called Maxpedition and we will put links to this company and some of their bags in the show notes. But these bags have very sturdy zippers. They open like a clamshell, uh, very similar to the packing cubes and maybe some of the backpacks we can talk about in a later show that open like a clamshell or like a book. And you can put things in those pockets Some of these Maxpedition bags have zipper pockets. So there's one with two main compartments and it has an organizer. So inside those main compartments are pockets. In the one that I have, I put a really big uh, 26,000 milliamp battery. I have a smaller battery, a 13,000 milliamp one in the zipper compartment. I have cables for charging various devices and I have like a cable for connecting a speaker to a phone if the speaker isn't Bluetooth or if I don't wish to use Bluetooth Um, in the smaller size bag. So it'll look the same. It'll open like a book or like a clamshell, uh, very similar to the packing cubes and maybe some of the backpacks we can talk about in a later show. And you can put things in those pockets. Some of these Maxpedition bags have zipper pockets. So there's one with two main compartments, and it has an organizer. So inside those main compartments are pockets. In the one that I have, I put a really big uh, 26,000 milliamp battery. I have a smaller battery, a 13,000 milliamp one in the zipper compartment. I have cables for charging various devices, and I have like a Cable for connecting a speaker to a phone. If the speaker doesn't have Bluetooth, or if I don't wish to use Bluetooth, Um, in the smaller size bag, so it'll look the same. It'll open like a book or like a clamshell. It'll have various pockets, and these bags are water-resistant. So if there's you know something happens and you drop your bag and it happens to land in a in a little bit of water, if you pick it up quickly, it will resist the water enough so that the things inside won't get wet. And the smaller bags, there's one called the Micro, the Maxpedition Micro, and that can hold things like um, wipes, so alcohol wipes, uh, band-aids, it has a little ring for your keys, so if you wanted to put your keys on that keychain you can do that. And any little thing that you want to take Um, That you'd think would be helpful, maybe a pack of tissues. So there's different size bags, which is great because those can meet different needs. You have things of a smaller size, you put them in the smaller bag, and that can either go inside your sling bag, or maybe it goes in a pocket in your backpack. Just something that you have as a just in case. You don't have to have it with you at all times, but it's at least near you. So I find those bags great for carrying around my cables extra batteries, extra headphones slash earbuds, and those bags help me stay organized. Because if I'm looking for maybe a business card, or a flash drive or something, I know it's just in this small bag. So I can easily find that in my bigger one, pull out the bag and go for what I need inside. So things don't fall out and fall on the bottom of the backpack, but they are all combined into one place or at least one bag. And I can't say enough how great this makes traveling and keeping everything that I need technologically safe and wrapped up and in one place. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Nerd Breakthrough Podcast. We have plenty of ways for you to get in touch with us and to follow us. And in between podcast episodes, we will be posting blog articles. But we want to hear from you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free to email feedback at nerdbreakthrough.com. That's feedback at nerdbreakthrough.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Nerd Break feel free to visit our website, nerdbreakthrough.com.
1: Until next time, whatever you're doing in life, make sure you're crushing it.